I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. Mostly clear, a bit breezy tonight, the low 62. Illinois state legislators held a hearing today on health care in the state's prisons. For the last decade, Illinois has paid the private company Wexford Health Sources more than a billion dollars to provide medical care behind bars. During that time, a federal judge determined the state's medical care in prisons was so poor it violated the U.S. Constitution. Now Wexford's contract has expired, and the state must decide if it will con- uh, contract with the company again. Rakesh Chandra is a psychiatrist who used to work for the company. He says the company prioritizes profit over care, which drives out good medical staff. Most people who can leave, I believe they leave, and a lot of them say, I'm never coming back. Around half of the health care positions in Illinois prisons are unfilled. Wexford has not replied to requests for comment. People in Illinois prisons could soon have opportunities to further their education since federal funding has recently been reinstated. When the largest crime bill in U.S. history was passed in 1994, Pell Grants to fund prison education programs were removed. Almost 30 years later, government funding for these programs has been restored. Reporter Max Lubbers with Chalkbeat Chicago points out the latest expansion of Pell Grants builds on what already happened several years ago. These are jobs that are predominantly held by females, a lot of working mothers, and there's a lot of minority presence. And so these communities that this work's getting vacated out of convenience for the company is going to have an impact on the communities. Pell Grant eligibility will depend on whether the incarcerated person is in a prison with a federally approved program. A federal jury today saw nearly a dozen email exchanges between two members of former House Speaker Michael Madigan's inner circle, his right-hand man Mike McLean and longtime Chief of Staff Tim Mapes. Capital News Illinois reports after McLean saw his home raided by FBI agents in the spring of 2019, he warned Mapes via email that the two shouldn't speak. Mapes is on trial for perjury and obstruction of justice for lying to a grand jury investigating Madigan by saying he couldn't recall McLean acting on the former speaker's behalf. Prosecutors say Mapes was motivated by loyalty to both Madigan and McLean. Illinois students will now be excused from class if they're attending events as part of 4-H or Future Farmers of America. Governor J.B. Pritzker signed a measure that allows work-based agriculture learning programs to count towards school attendance. Naomi Dolan, chair of the Illinois 4-H youth leadership team, says she's missed up to a month of class, but 4-H makes her more well-rounded. I know I'm going to continue my school assignments and I'm going to stick to the responsibilities I already have here, but I'm also going to be taking the opportunity to develop myself further and to be able to be a good future leader. The measure passed both the House and Senate unanimously. Separately, Pritzker says membership in FFA has nearly doubled since a new law went into effect last year, covering dues for any student enrolled in an agriculture class. The deadline for licensed daycares to apply for free HEPA air purifiers is being extended. The Illinois Department of Public Health launched a $10 million federally funded program to get the air purifiers into daycares, and some are still available. The agency's Charles Williams says they can help reduce the spread of respiratory illnesses like COVID, the flu, and RSV. He especially urges daycares in central and southern Illinois to apply. Downstate, there are counties that had a lower response rate than other areas, so we're making a an additional concerted effort to reach those daycares so that they take advantage of this free offer that we're providing. Only daycares outside the city of Chicago and licensed by the state are eligible. The deadline to apply is now August 25th. 
Governor Pritzker has signed a bill into law that adds young vloggers and social media influencers to child labor protections. State Senator Dave Kaler of Peoria proposed the bill to require parents to share revenue with their children if they make money posting videos of their kids on social media. The bill goes into effect next July. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.